0: All right, so let's take a Kendra's question. It's a two-part question, short question, but two parts. And the first part is, how can someone's brain become so munted that they think the earth is flat? Why do some devotees place so much importance and spend so much time and energy on weird explanations of phenomena in this temporary world? And the second part is, how to deal with devotees who conflate such conspiracy theories with Christian consciousness?
1: Well, um, that's an interesting an interesting question. Um, I think on the one hand, uh, they have the idea that this is what the scripture teaches and what Prabhupada taught. That's one side of it. And so there is a... Um, sense of fidelity to Prabhupada or to the, to the scriptures that seems to, in one sense, drive that opinion, a lot of which um, opinions of the scripture, statements of the scripture, opinions of our acharyas and so forth, are obviously go against the current of the world. I mean, it's a very radical uh, uh, course that we've taken and it's important for devotees to realize that, that our course is very radical and it goes against the current, against the grain of this material world and social conventions uh, um, and so on and so forth. Um, and I say that I emphasize that for the moment as an aside, because, you know, there's a, there's a strong tendency because the world speaks loudly, especially with the internet. Now so much, you're bombarded with so much information. Um, I see some devotees moving towards trying to conform with the worldly sensibilities. Um, To an extent, yes, you want to be rational and 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 um, have your faith be um, and conviction uh, be combined with intellectual integrity, and so. But it can't go too far, also. And then you try to start, you know, humanize a path that's meant to take us beyond the limits of humanity. I mean, that's just an aside. So we should be careful about that. But then the other side of the the other extreme, of course, is that there's this fanatical sense of fidelity that's not well thought out. It's not well researched. Did Prabhupada say the world was flat? No, actually Prabhupada said it was a globe. He didn't say it was flat. Does the Bhagavatam teach that it's flat? No, it really it really doesn't. Um, but there's a way in which they've, they've looked at it and come to that conclusion. Um, and I should say, for that matter, as far as the cosmography goes, what you find in the fifth canon of the Bhagavatam, it's somewhat relative. And in other Puranas, it's, it's described uh, differently to, to emphasize the relativity of it. Um, I mean, I, I make that point, to rel- emphasize the relativity of it. I often cite Sugadeva Goswami's statement at the beginning of that, section where Pariksit Marsh asks, tell me, can you tell me something about the, the Maya Shakti, how it works, because it belongs to Bhagavan and by understanding more about it, you know, I can understand him better. Um, Sukadev says, well, I'll, I'll do what I can about it. It's basically a transformation of the modes of nature. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But speakers of the Puranas and so forth, this is what they say. And i'll repeat that so he he the speaker of the Bhagavad mm-hmm. himself in this case sukadeva swami um, begins that with a kind of a, um, a statement underscoring somewhat of the, the relativity of it going to the absolute side it's a it's a constant transformation of the of the of the gunas that's what it is at it's heart. now people have talked about that in, in this way in this way in this way you know over, over time and it's recorded in this parana, So I'll repeat what they've said. Who were the you know, the, the thinkers of the time um, to refer to? Um, I'll mention further that in the, in the onset of that section, Vishwanachakaritakwa comments that the Adhikar of Pariksit Marsh was that of being a, a devotee. He had Adhikar to meditate, therefore, on the form of Krishna. Not every person has eligibility to Meditate on the form of Krishna. Their faith is uh, is, is is lacking in this regard. Bhagavatam caters to them by speaking about the world, for example, as the, the person of God, the trees are the hairs on his body, you know, the chirping of the birds are, you know, uh, whatever, and, and the flowers are this, it's a Viradharupa, right? It's a beautiful meditation. Um, and, and if you if you if you do it uh, sometimes, then you still feel I'm walking in the body of God. You know, I'm living in the mind of God. And all these things are his imagination, including me. <laughs> the trees, the flowers, the mountains, the sun, the moon, this is all his imagination. And I'm part of that, part of the dream of God, um, which is, um, you know, real, but it's his dream, it's his imagination. But um, of course, we are more, um, preoccupied with the actual form of Krishna and that of Bhagavan Sri Krishna uh, himself so that he, he, we're chanting his name his name is not different the from his form these are the names we chant Krishna, Ram, Hari uh, so we meditate on the form whereas other people in the audience hmm, on the bank of the Ganga that are collected to answer the king's questions and ultimately to hear Sukadev's um, replies or answers um, didn't have that adikar And some of them, Vishwanachal Hithakura says, were mystic yogis. And so Shugatev spoke about this, this um, explanation, if you will, of the cosmography um, in that section of the Bhagavatam for those people, for those uh, um, yogis. Yogis are all about, you know, the chakras, and uh, it's, it's it's very uh, um, anyway, something like that. So um, uh, that section is not the essence. Let us say of the Bhagavatam, we don't find it emphasized in Chaitanya Charitamrita or Brihat Bhagavatamrita, which are the essences, uh, you know, in, in essence of, of suman Bhagavatam. And uh, yeah, in, in, in both cases. So, and that said, I think that they have a misinterpretation of that. Um, but part of the drive is, is a sense of, um, a kind of a very Kanishta sense of fidelity that's not well-reasoned um, fidelity to the scriptures and to Krishna, you know, to, to Prabhupada. Even if they said that, which they don't, And if Prabhupada said that, which he didn't, um, you'd have to look at the context and and, and the relativity of the whole section, as I'm saying. And so there are so many ways to bring uh, intellectual integrity to even statements of the scripture that um, um, along those lines, if, for example, it said the world was flat. So it it doesn't. So I think that's part of the driving force. Um, and then there's also, of course, the, the psychology um, that, that lends itself to conspiracy theories. A lot of that, cons- I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but a lot of that psychology, I believe, is that um, persons may not be, I don't want to sound harsh, but persons may not be as a, as well-educated, as um, professional, as accomplished or able to accomplish in the world uh, to the degree that others are. And then they may compensate for that by some type of a conspiracy theory, which makes all them wrong and makes me right. And I don't have to change. I don't have to change at all. I don't have to improve myself. Um, I'm not great by ordinary estimation, um, uh, or I'm 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 lacking or mediocre or whatever may be the case. But I don't have to change because the world's all wrong. Although they they're accomplishing many things, they're 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 professionals. They're they're going to the moon and back, whatever, you know. You can you can say the folly of it because they went to the moon. What were they looking for? Themselves, did they find it? No, everybody's just looking for themselves and looking for perfect happiness. You know, those are good statements and so forth. But, um, but um, you know, people actually flew to the moon. <laughs> it's, it's pretty far out when you think of it. You stand out on your porch and you see the moon at night. How the hell did they do that? Um, but uh, And I couldn't do it. But anyway, to dismiss, there's a tendency, this isn't the case for everybody who's conspiratorial, some of them are not, but by and large, a large sector, I believe, of those who are really prone to this um, are so because of this uh, uh, dynamic that I'm explaining. It allows them to make everybody wrong not have to change themselves and um, and you know then you have a whole um, preoccupation of everybody's wrong everybody's wrong you know except yourself <laughs> the focus isn't there it's where it should be. That's where it should be. What's wrong with me? Uh, there's a lot that's wrong with me. If you want to find fault well man there's probably no better place to look than, than within yourself um, um, is, is what the Gita teaches hmm doctor cure thyself right so um, it can be in a, in a, an avoidance for that in a spiritual community or in a, in a community um at large um so uh i think those are some of the, the, the dynamics and then your second part of your question if i've answered the first part um sufficiently and remembered it all i think i have uh, the second part, what to, how, how to interact with those devotees. Well, you know, it depends. Um, if you don't know them personally, then you can ignore them. It becomes more problematic if they're friends of yours and you find out that that's how they think. <laughs> then, you know, it's probably best not to, not to enter into those topics and just put it out there. Really, I disagree with you, and I have good reason to disagree. And you could talk it out, but probably it's not going to. Change their thinking. Hmm. Um, those who are so invested in it, um, and you know, it's probably not best not, not to you know get into those conversations. And it may strain a relationship, um, but so be it. I mean, that happens, right? Really, we thrive in the association of like-minded persons. If we find we're like-minded with persons in a number of ways, but in a big way, we find actually there's quite a difference. Um, that may determine uh, that way in itself may determine the, the the extent to which we can have a relationship with, with with others. So you know you may have to ignore them, you may have to avoid them, you may have to do away with them um, um, in terms of having a relationship with them, or you may be able to associate with them, and, and, and this can be. Um, not be a topic of conversation. It can be made clear that you don't think like that, and you have good reasons for not thinking like that. And then they can determine whether or not they want to, you know, have a relationship um, given that, that difference. That will not be something that you discuss, or um, you know, or possibly, you know, I, I have had on occasion the opportunity to experience this. Um, what I'm talking about this dynamic with others who were um, friends or close or just even disciples. And I was able to navigate the course in such a way that I was able to, of course, it's me. And so, you know, I, I, I'm who I am, you know, to them, which is more than just a friend, so to speak, a mentor, the guru, uh, and so on and so forth. So seeing that I was, you know, wasn't going to go down that um whatever rabbit hole or dead end or that caused some pause. And I think I was able to turn their heads a little bit to a more reasonable perspective. You you might be able to do that, but it depends on the relationship. Anyways, I empathize with you. Um, I've seen this and it's, it is disconcerting and certainly not um, um, a Face of Gaudiya Vaishnavism that will uh, garner uh, will, will 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 be useful for the further propagation dissemination I should say of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings. Um, one should, you know, it might be worth pointing that out to somebody like, okay, you believe like that. I don't believe like that. Okay. don't we'll have to get into the details, but I can tell you this, you're not going to get very far in turning, bringing new people in if, if you're interested in that with going forward with, with this foot. That should, shouldn't be too hard to convince someone. Of course, they may say, who cares what other people think? We're just for the truth. You know, that's all, you know, the truth has power, you know, well, well whatever, is the truth? I mean, again, you could get into it. Does the Bhagavatam really say this? Uh, did Prabhupada say this? Prabhupada didn't say it. Prabhupada said it was a globe. So, uh, anyway, so that's my answer. Hope that helps.
0: Thanks very much. There's a follow up comment from Kanuram. He says, If I'm not mistaken, the Bhagavatam describes the cos- cosmography of the Jambutweep Earth as a series of islands and oceans, which, in my understanding, doesn't comply with neither the flat Earth or the commonly accepted globe idea?
1: Well, um, it's kind of hard to sort that out, to be honest with you. you. But um, I'll leave it at this. I appreciate the comment. When I'm asked the question, is the Earth flat or round? And I haven't been asked often. But when I have been, I said, I don't know. I find in some places it's round and some places it's flat. (laughs) So I tried to bring him down to earth, so to speak. Um, but anyway, let's move on.
0: Okay, next question Abai sorted out is technical problems. So it's Abai's question. Okay.
2: Go ahead, Abai. Jai, can you hear me now, Guru Mahesh? Can't hear you. Ah, uh, shoot. That's my iPad. I'm afraid, I don't know if, can you hear me, Gurunishtha?
0: Okay, I guess we'll take the next question. Let's try a bite for the
2: after this one.
0: Um, uh, Krishna Kanaya has a question and she says, My question is whether I am allowed to sing the Gayatri mantra, Ombur Bhuva Swaha, as it's done so commonly in the Hatha Yoga scene. My idea is that it, is, it was secret, but it is a mantra a lot of people know and it is easy to engage them in singing perhaps as an entry point to other mantras such as the Maha Mantra. What are your thoughts on this? Under which circumstances would I be allowed to sing it with groups? Thank you so much.
1: I wouldn't have done that. And that, that is um, a modern um, invention. And um, this is this is not how to chant the, the, uh, the Gayatri Mantra. It's not meant to be chanted like that. It's meant to be chanted in meditation, sitting, um, and um, in our the context of our and well, typically it's meant to be chanted um, um, throughout all of, <clears throat> excuse me Hinduism, at the, at the at the certain times, for example, the times are the, at the um, um, some what's it called the, uh, anyway the, the English is the conjunctions my, my memory fails me these days conjunction sunday sun the sun three sundium you know the three three sundium three conjunctions when night is turning into day which is dawn midday when uh, the, the, the the day turns from morning to afternoon and then at dusk when the day turns to night these are the three sundiums so this this is this is uh, this mantra is given um um and um those who have received it are this is how they're supposed to chant it med- in meditation uh, during these three sundiums um, and there may be other details so I, I I think we have to honor you know even from a cultural point of view hmm, how this is done in the so- societies where this has been where this, where this has arisen, where it, it has its birth in the world, where it's been practiced for centuries and so forth, and to just take from there and do with it what we want and what we think is best and so forth is a little bit of culturally insulting, and it's, it, it, it's, it, it ignores on a higher level the spirituality behind it, the reasoning behind it, the way it's been um, given to us through the scriptures and prescribed for us and so forth. By which will derive the benefit. And it's to be given by a guru also. And when it's given by a guru, um, a, this creates uh, a samskar. That's why even boys in India, in the Varnashram system, born in a Brahmin family, cannot engage in the Brahminical uh, duties, activities, which includes archan, unless they've received the mantra. From the guru, because there's a sum scar, there's an impression that comes from that, as well. Um, so, it's not uh, it's not for that. Similarly, Gopal mantra. The other day, I heard somebody on the saw somebody on the internet with the, 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 the putting that to music, and this is the main mantra of our our sampradaya and so forth. It's it's not meant for that. Now, you know, Nam mantra, Hare Krishna, Govinda Jaya, Jaya you know, and so forth. These are um, um, more than enough um, for um, for people to, uh, you know, do that with. And I think it's worth explaining it to people too. We don't do it like that. And just the way I've explained it to you, especially, well, there's the two sides. Again, there's the spiritual consideration, how it's taught um, from those who were giving it from the sacred text. And then there's the cultural uh, consideration hmm. that it, it's it's almost you know we're just going to go in there and they do it like that but we think we'll, we'll do it better you know we're americans we're europeans but have our own way it's, it's very um inconsiderate hmm. i think people will respond to the inconsiderateness of it if you present it like that and then in a higher dimension the, the spirituality hmm. so if you're asked you know this is why you don't do it right Okay.
0: Thank you. Okay. Do well, you ask- or should I take the next question? Let's just do a quick test. There's a of message life.
1: from Sham Sunder that I saw popped up and said he could hear him in the Spanish side.
0: Oh yeah. So if you, I think, if you unmute the original Abai, but keep it in the English. That might work. Unmute original audio. That thing. Yeah. Have you
1: done that, Abai? Mm-hmm. Have you unmuted the original audio? Shake your head, yes or no?
2: Unmute. Ah, Can you hear me now? Hallelujah. Ah, so, so sorry, guys. Howdy, welcome, Raj. It's great to see you. I, was tra- I haven't uh, had to do it on the iPad yet, and it's a different setup. So my apologies. Okay. I uh, just had a question. Uh, actually, this came to mind during your talk about uh, Sridhar Mirage's disappearance. And I always find this topic very interesting. Uh, where he had the dream, where he lost all his scriptural knowledge, but he had, uh, but he still had his faith, and and he was he was completely fine in his faith. And I just wondered if you could maybe if you had any insight or anything um, that would be useful for us to know about why he might have had this dream, and in particular, what what is at the core of his of his simple faith without knowledge that made it so he was fine, even though his his knowledge was gone
1: well i don't know any more than what he said that he had a dream this was towards the end of his um his life um very much in the in, the, in near the time of his his passing and um i think that um you know he he was very learned bhakti thakur uh, once referred to him as Shastranipun, which means a scriptural uh, genius um he was very uh proficient in his in Sanskrit composition, some of the compositions were a very um, major contributions both to our Paribar and to the Gaudiya Sampradaya. You know, in terms of the latter, for example, his commentary on Gayatri Mantra—it's hmm. uh, a huge contribution to the to the Sampradaya—and um, all of that learning hmm, is. In one sense, something that could be, you know, acquired with the uh, with the with the with the intellect, without faith, it's 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 possible. Of course, he had a genius, you know, way of explaining it that 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 made it clear that he had penetrated into it and so forth. But by and large, you could collect a lot of scriptural knowledge and wisdom, hmm? even in academics about Gaudiya Vaishnavism. I've cited before the incident in which I was sitting with Puri Goswami Marj and it was told that such and such Mayabadi was coming to town. He was a well-known, famous guy and Puri chuckled and said, yeah, he knows the Siddhanta better than we do, Hmm. the Gaudiya Siddhanta, which cast the Gaudiya Siddhanta in a relative light, Right which is something that Bhakti Vinod does. does. History, philosophy, um, there's relativity to that. It's, it's, it, it, because that which um, we are pursuing you know, transcends words and thoughts. So with regard to philosophy uh, and the scriptures attempt to put it into words, well, there's always a need for more scripture because you, you, can't, you can't capture it entirely. Um, it's important to note that Jiva Goswami at the onset of his satsandarva, uh, points out the relativity of scripture at, at, by and large, even as he emphasized scripture as a main evidence for knowing that, that that transcends the limits of knowing by sense perception and reasoning. Knowing about what you could not arrive at, the kind of knowing which you could not arrive at with which is the senses and, and reasoning. This is what the scripture is about. Therefore, it's it's the ultimate evidence, if you will. Um, well, even while he's making that point, he also points out the relativity by way of saying some Puranas speak to those in the mode of guna, some are for those in the Tamaguna, some for those in the Rajaguna. They don't pertain you know, to those who have taken shelter of the Bhagavatam, or they should be understood only in light of the Bhagavatam, which deals only with, with, with the Nirguna, and so on and so forth. So he's bringing up the relativity of, you know, the scripture. I mean, there's the whole idea also that the, even the Upanishads, which are the Veda, mm, the Shruti, on, on, you know, not not authored, mm, like the Smriti is, like the Puranas and so forth, uh, and reflections, authors reflecting on the Shruti, but the Shruti itself, it does not um, reach up to Vrindavan, mm-hmm. Vrindavan is beyond the Shruti. The example is there of Uddhava, who, who could be more well-versed in the scripture than him. Krishna sent into Vrindavan to show him he didn't know anything, <laughs> com- com- comparatively. What was the love of Vrindavan? What was that place about? And so forth. So I, so, uh, I think that um, the way Chita Pujaban Chitamaraj talked about it, the implication of it was that despite the fact that I had all this scriptural knowledge, Um, really my standing in actual spirituality was not relative to how much knowledge I, of the scripture that I had, which was considerable, but to the faith that I had. Mm -hmm. If that scriptural learning fostered my faith, like I said many times, we should use our head to soften our heart, then it has value, Mm -hmm. So the value shows up in my conviction, my faith, right? That, that, that's my standing. He used to speak of, in spirituality, he used to speak about vaikuntha um, kuntha as planets of faith. Um, here, our capacity to act, which is driven by our will, right? We decide to do something. And then we do it, right? That, that's the basic um, experience in way that we have. And of course, we do have will, but our will is somewhat suspended in material life by the influence of the gunas that kind of take, take, take over. And so it's, uh, we're in a suspended condition in terms of the fullness of, of, of our animation. You know, we, we, our full animation, for example, in Krishna Leela, we're fully animated there here we're comparatively our animation is suspended in a world where there is doubt right so he used to say suspicion leads to suspension or doubt corresponds with the suspension of our animation so the more we have a faith the more we have actual standing in in in, in real estate we've gone somewhere we we with 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 faith, we've gone. Well, the scripture can help us, but we've gone beyond it to, to some extent. Hmm. We, go, we might be at a certain point, if it doesn't say this here and it doesn't, this doesn't match up. Oh, I've got a problem, you know, and science says this, and the Bhagavatam says this over here, and it seems to say this over here and, here. and there seems to be a contradiction and, 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 and I have to sort all this out and make this all work. This is all the head talking that has to work for the head. Hmm? the head has to be told that it's not the, the judge and the jury here <laughs> as to what reality is hmm? it's limited in itself you know intellect hmm? it has its limitations so if, if we were to bring God into the court where the intellect was the judge and the jury you know, it, we, he wouldn't show up God wouldn't show up you know? uh, so if the, the, the logic if you will as to the limitations of intellect it's very, very, you know, very substantial, hmm? very, very, very convincing. And that we have to be grounded in that. And, um, and sometimes we'll, we'll experience the limitations of scripture to, to capture that and explain that and so forth. But it won't bother us. But if we're too much in our head, then it'll bother us. So he wasn't bothered by the fact that all of his scriptural knowledge in the dream was taken away. And all he had was his faith. He's basically saying scripture knowledge, scripture knowledge is only as useful as it fosters faith. Hmm? Therefore, if sometimes reading the scripture, certain things are said that it's hard for you to digest, it may be good not to be concerned with them at this point, like Anadi karma. It says, how do you figure that, you know, it's hard to sometimes uh, for devotees to relate to them to put it put that part aside. It's not that important, you know. In the, in the overall picture, the overall picture is to grow your faith and your Atikar and your s- actual spiritual uh, standing, which isn't based on just a collection of information, the ability to regurgitate it, and so forth. Mm-hmm. We can fool others, and we can fool ourselves in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the, that's kind of one of the lessons of Balaram's Lila, where he comes and he uh, removes Rama Harshan from speaking on the on the Puranas to the sages at Namasharanya. He was very expert at speaking, he had a wealth of scriptural knowledge and so forth, charismatic, good, gave good analogies, everything. But when Balaram showed up, he didn't show respect to Balaram. What did he what did he understand? You know, so Balaram removed him, then he replaced him with his son, that's Sutta Goswami, who speaks to the sages at Namasharanya and the Bhagavatam. So he's a good example of, I mean, you know, you meet these people sometimes they're 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 um, they're friendly, they they're they're learned in the in, in the scriptures, they can make a nice presentation, um, and they know what to say. They know to say, please accept my obeisances, they know to say, Oh, I'm your humble servant, they know how to do all this stuff, you know, really well. So we tend to judge people, you know, on the surface, how they present themselves. We tend to accept people. For how they present themselves. But in time, if we have spend time with them, we may see they're not exactly like they present themselves, and it may be quite different. So you know, I've met people like this at, at, at times, and um, um and it's an example of how you could have all kinds of scriptural knowledge, but you're standing in faith, well, that reveals what you really where you are in terms of spiritual progress. Does that help?
2: Okay. Yes, thank you very much very much, very nice.
1: All right, good. I see there's a lot of comments here. Let me look and see. Uh, I can hear, I can hear, hmm strange. I guess it's mostly about about advised technical issues. Good, nothing. Uh, Okay,
0: what else? So there's a question from the Polish retreat drama troupe. And they were asking, first of all, what did you think of their play? And what Lila would you like to specifically see uh, played out uh, on the next festival?
1: Oh, uh, for the latter part of the question, I'll have to think about that. Uh, But yeah, I thought it was well done. Um, I've never seen it done the way they did it. For those who weren't there, the um, voicing of the script um for each devotee was done with an audio recording because they, they didn't have time to memorize all their lines. Hmm. So they would move their mouths, you know, and then, and then but we would hear the audio recording. But then they had gestures and so forth that further conveyed, you know, the spirit of what they were talking about. I thought it was uh it was well done. It was nice that they the devotees who organized it um uh selected a leela that came up in the course of our discussions from Chaitanya charitamrita a sweet leela in which uh, sudama brahman of uh, um, received the blessing of lord krishna and his selflessness was was brought out so i thought it was it was well done but again i'll have to think about thanks for asking me i'll i'll think of try to think of maybe i'll get involved uh, myself
0: hmm. Let me free, reframe the question. What's your favorite cohort boy pastime?
2: Well, uh, I, I
1: I think there's more than one uh, favorite, um, um, and um, but I, I think that um that the um, The Leela of the Bhagavatam that really kind of kicks off the uh Sakirasa center of the Bhagavatam. There's a precursor to it in the eleventh chapter, but in the twelfth chapter, um, we find the, the you know the picnic lunch, right? They're going out for longer for the whole day, and they're bringing their lunch with them, and so forth. Um, subsequent to that or in the context that the brahma when leela comes out and so forth but that was the leela that Prabhupada left the world in during mm-hmm. that was his meditation that was what he was talking about um, and in those days he was he was yearning to go to Govardhan and do Parikram and so forth uh, on a bullock card and uh, so th- that's very dear in, in that way um Prabhupada entered into Sakuras meditating on that uh, Leela. And he used to say that, uh, I just want to ha- get uh, eat laddus with Krishna, something like that. <laughs> uh, you know, on more than one occasion he, 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 he mentioned that. So he kind of idealized that. So it's, it's and the, the, the setting, the picture that uh, Brahma saw is a very a core, like seed uh, verse. For for Sakirasa in the Bhagavatam, uh, making the contrast, he who is the yogyabuk, the enjoyer of all sacrifices, who Brahma knew, you know Vishnu as, um, he is sitting here in this way, um, uh, as if an ordinary boy, and so on and so forth. It's a very powerful um, verse for um, invoking uh, for. Um, um, Meditation on entering into the leela, and I've, you know, made that uh, uh, the cover of the book. Circle of friends, the picnicking of uh, of uh, Krishna, Ram and Krishna and, and their friends. So um, that comes to mind. There, there are others as well, and um, and um, but I won't, won't go into that. I, I'll emphasize that one for the moment as as my marsh did krishna milaki
0: jaya nice okay we have a question from Mahabhav from bulgaria she asks how to look at and deal with victim mentality in the context of krishna consciousness
1: well i i would say that um there are any number of scriptural statements that really seem to militate against that <laughs> um, <laughs> um you know we're really taught emphatically that you know we are the um makers of our own what do you say um you know destiny it's it's very interesting in that the karmic idea is so often misunderstood to be something where there's no where it's you know you have no freedom no independence you're 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 predestined, and this is very like contrary to the Western idea of independence, freedom, uh, uh, and so forth. But it's a total, total misunderstanding of of the karmic uh, doctrine, which may, uh, the very heart of the whole kind of con- karmic doctrine is the volition of the jiva that makes choices that that results in you know repercussions. And the more that the decisions are, in fo- are informed, in other words, um, there's this idea that the Brahmins, you know, wrote these scriptures to protect themselves and made other other classes out um, to be lesser and so forth. But it, it's it's hard to take that, to embrace that idea for any number of reasons. But one of the reasons is that the, the punishments that are laid out for the Brahmins that violate the same thing that would be wrong for a Sudra or or, or, or a or whatnot are greater. If a Brahmin does it, his punishment or her punishment, her reaction, let's say karmic reaction, will be greater by quite a bit than if a sudra does it. So, uh, so uh, again, your your will is is, is central, and your um, um, what's the word, uh, you know, understanding. Um, Conviction. Uh, so someone may do something and not be aware that they're doing it. That's one thing. To be aware that it's that it's uh, inappropriate and, and do it anyway, although the repercussions are going to be 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 greater. So, um, so in, in this way, we're the makers of our own uh, our own destiny. We may have made ourselves a destiny that's quite problematic, and that reinforces itself mm-hmm. with impressions but those impressions are coming from things that we've done. We may continue to do the same things because the impressions are strong, but it doesn't change the fact that we have will and we're you know, at that sense, materially speaking, the makers of our own destiny. And God comes in the picture to help us um, as well, give us the opportunity to take a helping hand. So there's a very strong emphasis on personal uh, responsibility and not blaming others for one's uh, situation. Yeah, and cure thyself, and, and, and so on and so forth. So I, I don't think that the victim idea, it, it seems to be a very kind of a modern idea um, that um, um, is uh, emphasized nowadays. It's, it's very foreign to um, our scriptural uh, tradition, that the famous verse from Brahma and the Bhagavatam, to kampam nukampam susimikshamana bhujani vatmakritambipakam, is a, is a kind of verse that I'm talking about and there are many of them. It says, you know, that one should see that, that, the, that one is experiencing the reactions of, of the fruits of seeds that they've sown and learn to tolerate them, not plug into them and, and perpetuate that and depend on Krishna and one who does so is, is the kind of person that can attain um, um, well the verse is mukti at the feet of of uh, of, of krishna so um, so i i don't think um there's really much 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 room for that at all um, um now there's room at the same time for us for me to say this person has been victimized mm-hmm this person has been abused, been a victim. I mean, um, and then go after the perpetrator and so forth. Even though the, you know, what, what the whole background, comic background of, of it all is, is impossible to sort out. Um, you, you it, 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 This is not an advocacy, well, you know, everybody's to blame, I'm sorry, sorry, buddy. You know, you got abused, you know. Um, Somebody, you know, um, murdered your children. Well, you you deserve it. You know, that's not how we function practically. We can't sort out all the implications of that. So, from a practical and pragmatic sense, in everyday life, we do find victims, and we do um, give them their due. Ultimately, that they might be, uh, their lives might improve. We put them in jail. We find them. We uh, we they may be ostracized from a community. Uh, it may be the case. Hmm? So there are victims in that sense from a practical point of view. Um, and But to think of ourselves as a victim and play the victim card and so forth, I, I, I don't think there's, a, there's a much room for that in, um, in the scripture, that it won't help us make, uh, make spiritual progress. But again, you have to look at the other side of it because there, this is a popular thing, victim, 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 and then, the, you know, from the left point of view and the right side point of view would say, you know, nobody's a victim, nobody's a victim. And, and then there shouldn't be any welfare, you know, <laughs> um, for example, uh, and everybody out for, for themselves, you know. This is the kind of the conservative, you know, perspective. Um, man is his own maker, you know, we do. I mean, it, it goes to the extreme to the other side. It, likes, it tends to lack compassion. Hope that helps. I don't yeah, think. Thank all... you.
0: Thank
1: you. Okay. If there's any further comment on that, I'll take it. Otherwise, uh, we have a little time left. Is there another
0: question? Okay, there's two more questions, but probably we have time for one more. Udhavasaka from Spain has a question. Hare Krishna, <clears throat> my question. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, did you get my email? Okay. yes thank you yes um my question is very simple you know uh, topic but since i didn't hear from you i would like to hear about you know always eating prashadam and how you know to have prashadam when when one doesn't have a dt and what what happens when you you know for circumstances you might eat you know, products that are not cooked by devotees, you know, so how you all it make a prashadan that
1: as well. Well, there's a couple ways to think about that. One of the ways that I've emphasized in the past is that you can look at um, such situations um where you know the food has been prepared by someone else, you don't have a chance to offer it, and you know, you're not in a temple. This is the culture we live in, right? Um, uh, so it's a very different culture Um, the the other previous culture the time of Mahaprabhu everybody lived at home there weren't restaurants and so forth Uh, so um, everybody had a deity in their home and that was the standard so it's not the standard in the world we live in we need to integrate with it we're we're living in it so we have to deal with it Um, so one of the ways I've emphasized is that you can take a meal and you can say that that, um, may may the energy that I derive from this be used in Krishna service. Mm. Um, Now, um, Prabhupada said at times, if you chant Bhakti Vinodha Thakur's prayer, then it becomes prasadam. Mm. The prayer is about prasadam, honoring the prasadam, but he said that also. So I think that uh, you know intention is 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 important here, aside from the ritual. It's said that the kanishtadikari makes the offering hmm, physically, right? Arshan to deity and to madhikari makes the offering in his or her mind. Hmm, hmm. Always thinking of Krishna, always offering everything to Krishna and so forth. And the uttamadhikari um Sees everything as prasadam. He sees Krishna supplied it. <laughs> so it's coming from Krishna. So where else is it coming from? Right. So he's living uh, in that space. So there's different ways to look at it. Does that help? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All right. So I guess we'll save the other question for next week, understand. Um,
0: Sajan, so is it a long question or a short
1: question? um it it could be well better to save it for next week yeah uh, okay. Such the questions are usually long What is to speak of the answers but that's yeah but a... i what i would like what i would like to say is i'm, I'm deeply grateful maraj uh for your explanation of Sri guru maraj's dream which i actually never heard about that before oh okay So yeah. it's the first time i'm hearing about that particular dream so
0: thank you so very much for for speaking about that
1: Raksha Kshidhar Dev Goswami Maharaj ki jai. jai. Bore, Bore, Bhakti Vrinda ki jai. Hari Hari Thank you all.